Hello, and welcome to Notes in the Week Ahead, a JP Morgan Asset Management podcast that provides insights on the markets and the economy to help you stay informed in the week ahead. Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at JP Morgan Asset Management. Today is September 11th, 2023. I come from a long line of worriers. My father worried out loud, broadcasting his concern about a wide range of issues, ranging from the suspicious surplus of toothbrushes in the upstairs bathroom and his children's acquisition of strange accents to declining standards in public education and the ominous state of the government's finances. My mother fretted more quietly, sparing her vocal cords at the expense of her sleep. I worry also and could on any given evening compile an extensive catalogue of the things that are troubling me, but I force myself to whittle down that list, still pondering risks that I can avoid or mitigate, but trying not to worry about those problems that I genuinely can do nothing about, or those which, upon consideration, are just not worth the worrying. Investors also have plenty to worry about, and in recent weeks rising oil prices have been added to the list. However, while the oil price surge could justify some portfolio tweaks, from an economic or investment perspective, it really doesn't seem worth losing sleep over in 2023. To arrive at this conclusion, we need to consider why we normally worry so much about oil prices, what's behind the recent surge, where might they go from here, how could they impact growth and inflation, and what could all of this mean for monetary policy and investment strategy? Oil's role as America's economic boogeyman really began 50 years ago, when, in retaliation for Western support of Israel in the Yom Kippur War, OPEC imposed an oil embargo in the United States and other Western countries and succeeded through production cuts in quadrupling the price of oil. This action contributed to the stagflation recession of 1973-75. A second oil price spike in the aftermath of the Iranian Revolution led to the double-barrel stagflation recessions of 1980 and 1981-82. Spikes in oil prices have also occurred before the 1990 recession and the 2008 Great Financial Crisis. Higher oil prices, understandably then, raise fears of recession. Higher oil prices also, of course, feed inflation psychology. There's no price in America better known than the price of a gallon of gasoline, so when gas prices rise, Americans often regard it as a sign of runaway inflation, leading to lower consumer confidence and greater business caution. Moreover, for many lower- and middle-income Americans, spending more on gasoline means spending less elsewhere, undermining the consumption that is the principal driver of the American economy. Bearing all of this in mind, it's not surprising that many are concerned about the recent rise in oil and gasoline prices. In just the last three months, the price of a barrel of West Texas Intermediate crude has risen by more than $20, hitting a nine-month high of $87.54 last Wednesday. Meanwhile, the average price of a gallon of gasoline has continued to rise over the summer, climbing to $3.98 by mid-August from $3.20 at the start of the year. The most important driver of this recent surge has been production restraint from the OPEC Plus group, and particularly Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, which was producing 11 million barrels of oil per day last September, has now cut production to 9.3 million barrels, and last Tuesday announced an intention to maintain these production cutbacks through the end of the year. At the same time, Russia, which is not part of OPEC, announced its intention to maintain a 300,000 barrel reduction in exports. A sharp decline in the U.S. strategic petroleum reserve from over 650 million barrels in July of 2020 to less than 350 million barrels today has removed an inventory cushion from the market. In addition, a continued lack of refining capacity has kept the price of gasoline elevated, 
with very hot weather further curtailing refinery output over the summer. However, barring some further shock, there should be limited upside to energy prices from here. The Global Composite Purchasing Managers Index hit its lowest level in seven months in August, with outline dec outright declines in manufacturing and a moderation in services growth. Both China and Europe are seeing very sluggish growth, offsetting strength in India and Japan. Meanwhile, data on August retail sales and industrial production, due out this week, should confirm a loss of momentum in the United States. All of this should dampen the demand for oil and gas, as should longer-term investment in energy transition. Meanwhile, on the supply side, the United States continues to ramp up production, with total liquid fuel output expected to reach a record 21.5 million barrels a day this year and climb to 22 million barrels next year, according to the Energy Information Administration. In addition, refining activity should improve with cooler weather. While geopolitical turmoil or some weather event could always cause a price spike, futures markets are pricing in a significant decline in both oil and gasoline prices in the year ahead. If this is the extent of the 2023 oil price spike, it should have limited impacts on the US economy. First, and most obviously, inflation over the years means that today's nominal crude oil prices are just not as significant as they used to be. Based on month-to-date data, West Texas intermediate crude prices could average $86 a barrel in September 2023. However, adjusting for previous oil spikes for inflation implies a price measured in September 2023 dollars of $150 in April of 1980 and $189 in July 2008, as opposed to the nominal $40 and $134 prices paid at the time. Second, while higher oil prices may be a negative for real GDP growth, this is not nearly as obvious as it was 15 years ago. For many decades, the US had been a net importer of oil, so that when oil prices rose, American consumers found themselves poorer and foreign oil producers found themselves richer. Indeed, the first three quarters of 2008, even as the global financial crisis was building, saw net imports of oil and petroleum products amount to 2.9% of GDP, imposing a very severe drag on US economic demand. However, because of the success of fracking technology, since the end of 2019, the US has largely been a net exporter of oil. And in the first half of 2023, our trade surplus in oil and petroleum products amounted to over a tenth of a percent of GDP. That being said, a surge in oil and gasoline prices is still probably a net negative for U.S. economic growth. Lower and middle-income consumers devote proportionately more of their income to buying gasoline. Indeed, according to the Consumer Expenditure Survey, in 2022, gasoline purchases absorbed 5% of the disposable income of the poorest 80% of households, but only 2.3% of the income of the richest 20%. Since less affluent households are much more likely to spend almost all of their disposable income, these higher gas prices could hurt other areas of consumer spending. In addition, consumer confidence is already very low, given economic fundamentals, and could be pushed lower by higher gasoline prices. Consequently, the summer surge in energy prices will likely add to the breaking forces being exerted on the US economy as we enter the fall. Finally, higher oil prices also, of course, have an impact on inflation. Energy accounts for just under 7% of the basket of goods and services used in calculating the consumer price index. We expect that the CPI report for August due out on Wednesday will feature a month-to-month -month increase in energy prices of between 4 and 5%, boosting the seasonally adjusted year-over-year -year increase in headline CPI to 3.6%, from a low of 3.1% seen in June. However, again, in the absence of any further shock, 
Energy prices should be flat to down for the rest of the year as gasoline refining margins ease and hard summer weather abates. In addition, other drivers of inflation, such as rents, new car prices, and global food commodity prices, continue to ease. Even with the recent surge in oil prices, we expect core CPI inflation to fall in the months ahead. Moreover, starting from a higher energy price base, it now looks even more likely that the year-over-year headline consumption deflation inflation rate will fall below the Fed's 2% target by the fourth quarter of 2024, well ahead of their current projections. There are, of course, some troubling aspects to the recent spike in oil prices. The close cooperation between Russia and Saudi Arabia is worrying from a geopolitical perspective. Moreover, while it's a mistake to attribute all summer weather events to long-term climate change, global temperatures this summer are a reminder of the long-term costs of our usage of fossil fuels. However, on balance, the, the economic impact of recent surge in oil prices should be relatively modest. Perhaps the greatest identifiable risk is that the temporary bump in energy inflation tempts the Fed into one last rate hike in November in an already slowing economy. If it does, it increases the risk of a recession in 2024. Either way, however, we expect inflation to moderate next year. And when the economy inevitably falters, we expect the Fed to reverse a good chunk of its recent aggressive tightening. There is, as always, no shortage of things for investors to worry about in the weeks ahead, including the possibility now of a government shutdown and auto workers strike. Moreover, no one can remember the tragic events of this day 22 years ago without also reflecting on the unpredictability of life and the need to be prepared for the unexpected. For now, however, investors should probably not worry too much about the recent spike in oil. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content is intended for information only based on assumptions in current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide.